Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Welcome to Astros Baseball, a podcast by a fan. For the fans of the Houston Astros, here is your host, Rob Fontenot. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this episode of Astros Baseball. The Astros uh, go into Friday night's game uh, with a magic number of one. They lose to the Rangers. I was hoping they could beat the Rangers and clinch the playoff berth by defeating their interstate rivals. Uh, But they have to wait an hour or so for the Angels to lose to the Dodgers. So the Angels were winning 5-4 at the time, I believe. And they ended up losing 9-5. So the Astros are in the playoffs. So what's cool about this to me is that the Dodgers hate us. And I don't know how important the win was to them as far as their seeding or their division. I have no idea. As far as I know, the Dodgers have the best record in baseball. I don't know. Like I said, I don't keep up with the National League. But the team that hates us helped us. How do you think that feels? How do you think their fans feel that they helped us? And that's another year. You have Mike Trout, Rendon, you have Otani, all this all this money spent on all these all-star players, and they can't even make the playoffs when over half the teams make it. The Angels, I said it at the beginning of the year, yes, they bolstered their offense, but they still have no pitching. And they couldn't make the play. As bad as the Astros are, I believe they're 29 and 29. You still can't make the playoffs. You can't be two or three games over 500. Uh, but anyway, I'm rambling. So the Astros lose, and we'll talk about that game right now. So they were down 1-0. to zero. Sam Huff hit a home run. And then Springer ties it up. With a triple. It brings in Correa. We're tied at one. Bottom of the fifth, Sam Huff at it again. Second homer of the day. We're down two to one. Top of the sixth, Alex Bregman. Solo shot. We're tied at two. And then top of the eighth, Yuli Gurriel. RBI single. Three to two Astros. We go to the bottom of the ninth. We got Ryan Presley trying to close things out. He's got two outs. Guzman is up. Two strikes. Two strikes. Two outs. Bottom of the ninth. Home run. And we're tied. So we go to the 10th. You know, extra innings spells doom for the Astros. But they did at least score a run. But then Texas scored two. And we lost. So Paredes got the 10th inning. You start with a guy on second. He walks the first guy. I think he started to count 3-0. and 
And then he finally got it to even. Uh, the guy fouled some balls off, eventually walked him. So you got first and second, no outs. A fielder's choice moves everybody over. And then this was a question mark from a lot of people. Why didn't Dusty Baker walk Solak to, to load the bases? So he gets a sack fly. The guy scores from third, and we're tied. And there's still runners on base. Gallo, fielder's choice. The guy from third scores. He hits it to Altuve, throws it home. He's safe. Maldonado was injured on the play. I don't know how bad it is. He did walk off gingerly. But hopefully he's available for the playoffs. I wouldn't I don't know how bad it is, but I wouldn't expect to see him in the next two games. I wouldn't expect to see a lot of people. Uh but we'll get that to that in a minute. Josh James, he's on the IL. Is he gonna be available? I don't know. But you go to the Astros, they make the playoffs, fourth consecutive season that they've made the playoffs. And that's a good thing. Even if they don't go far, let's say they get better next year, at least we could keep that streak going. So the Astros are 29 and 29 with two games left. So they need one more win to get 30, and they go 30 and 30, and I'm okay with that. Do I want them to make the playoffs? Do I want them to be possibly... The only team with a losing record that makes the playoffs? No, I do not want that. I at least want them to to finish 50-50 or 500, whatever you want to call it. So they will play the number three seed, which has changed, and it could change again. Now it is Minnesota. So the Astros would go to Minnesota if the playoffs started tomorrow, but they don't. And there's still more games to be played. The AL wild card, that's what it's called, the first round. Three games at the higher seed. So the Astros, number six, they will travel to Minnesota as of now and play three games or two out of three. The roster is 28 players. They bumped it up to 28 and the roster will be set Tuesday morning, the morning of the game. So we'll have all the updates with the injuries, Maldonado, Josh James, and whoever has a chance to come back. So who's going to start for the Astros in these games? So you look at the next two games. These two meaningless games, unless you really want to get up to 500, but you can't use these guys. You can't if I don't I don't even know whose turn it is to start. But you can't use them. If it's one of the four guys, Grinky or Keedy, Lance McCullers Jr. or Framber Valdez, you don't use them. You just don't. Because you've got two days, Saturday and Sunday, Monday, you got four days till till the first game. You might be able to use one today, and that would be Lance McCullers Jr. if he's the third star. So I this is what I read 
I believe it was Brian McTaggart. And this is what he is predicting. It will be Grinky starting game one and Urquidy game two. Lance McCullers game three if necessary. But he also pointed this out that Lance McCullers has 13 straight scoreless innings. And then you wonder, what about Framber Valdez? I do believe I said this before. Framber Valdez can be the guy that comes in. Let's say Grinky does start. Grinky hasn't been pitching well lately. And I'll tell you this. The, the, the way the Astros' offense is going, Grinky can't go in there and give up three or four runs in five innings and expect us to win. So Framber has to be ready. If Grinky gets in trouble, you throw Framber in. If he has a shaky inning, if he's having a lot of stressful pitches, get him out of there. Get him out of there. We got Framber waiting. But right now they have Framber in the bullpen. So he's ready. He's ready to go. Grinky or Keedy, they both have, this is the reasoning They both have World Series success, and I'm okay with that. Lance McCullers Jr., like I said, 13 straight scoreless innings, but the guy's inconsistent. You you just got to put that out there. I I don't know. I I would say Framburner Keedy maybe, but can Grinke come out of the bullpen like Framber? No. I think this is your best bet. I guess. I don't know. Uh, So anyway, if they get out of the first round, the next round is the best of five. And that would be played at Dodger Stadium. And then after that would be the ALCS, which is seven games. And that would be, I believe, in San Diego. And if they get past that, they go to the World Series, which is in... Arlington, and they are out. So you don't got to worry about any teams playing in their home stadium at all in the playoffs. So let's talk about the Astros' possible matchup right after we take a break. You are listening to Astros Baseball. All right, folks, we are back. And as of now, the Astros' opponent, will be the Minnesota Twins. So let's look at the overall records. Minnesota 35 and 23, Astros 29 and 29. So they have six more wins than the Astros. Is that super impressive? No. You go to the last 10 games, both teams are 5 and 5, so we're even there. You go to runs scored. Minnesota has scored 259 runs. The Astros have scored 274. So the Astros produce more offense. But here's the difference. It starts swinging in the favor of Minnesota the more you you read on. Runs against Minnesota, 207. Astros, 261. So Minnesota has a plus 52 run differential. The Astros have... Plus 13. Now, if that is not enough to discourage you, maybe this next stat will. 
Remember, the game will be in Minnesota. So the Twins, and this is, this could change. Remember, this could change. Next time we talk, it could change. Because we all, the, all along, we thought it was Oakland, but it's changed to Minnesota. Minnesota is 23-6 and six at home. The Astros are 20-8 and eight at home. So 23 and 6 at home the Astros are 9 and 21 on the road. Who has the advantage there? You have 21 losses versus 23 wins. That does not look good. So it does the you know the record's not that different. But here's the thing folks, here's the thing that makes the 2020 playoffs so special. The Astros and the Twins have not played a common opponent. They have not even played another team who has played a common opponent. So you do not know. I mean, you can you can pretty much almost figure it out with just with stats and the eye test. But you don't have a measuring stick. It's not like you can say, well, Minnesota played Oakland and beat them two out of three. You can't say Minnesota has a 5-1 and one record against the AL West. You can't do that because they don't play each other. So you don't know. And that's what makes this intriguing, you know, is Minnesota's record better because it's weaker? Who knows? I, I think the AOS may be a little weak. So maybe the Astros record is better because they're weak. Maybe they're maybe they don't even belong in the playoffs. But we'll find out. Do I know anything about Minnesota? No. I don't I don't know anything about them. All I know is they're 23 and 6 at home. And we've allowed 61 minus 7. What's that? 54. We've allowed 54 more runs than they have. So if you look at the standings now, let, let, let's go to the AL Central. So Minnesota, like I said, there's two games left for everybody. And I don't even know who they're playing. But Minnesota's 35 and 23. Cleveland's 34 and 24. The White Sox are 34 and 24. So this could change. It could change tomorrow. It could change today. Well, th- those are the only two choices, actually, because there's only two, ga- two uh, games left. So as of now, we play Minnesota. I was confident that the Astros could beat the Oakland A's because we have the experience. How about Minnesota. Do they have experience getting deep in the playoffs? It's probably been a while. I I don't know anything about them to be able to tell you our chance at them. You talk about Oakland, lots of power. Uh, Starting pitching is decent, and they got a great bullpen. You know about Oakland. But I don't know about Minnesota, and you may not know about them. I don't know, but this could change. It could be the White Sox tomorrow. Who knows? 
But you go back to the Astros, 29-29. I don't know if they're even going to try to win. So do you watch college football today? I know my team, Oklahoma, they play in 45 minutes. That's what I'll be watching. Will I watch the Astros later? Yes. If they field a horrible team and they're not even going to try to win, will I, will I maybe find something else to watch? Maybe. But speaking of tomorrow, I don't know if you've had a chance to check it out, but Sunday Strohs is tomorrow, my other podcast. Uh, going well, going well if you haven't heard it. Uh, so so let's go over the playoff seeding. So it's it's just like a tournament bracket. Number one seed, who would have guessed? Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay, no longer the Devil Rays, Tampa Bay. Number two is Oakland. That's why it changed, because Oakland was number three. And I don't have the records, I just know they're number two. So it's Tampa Bay, Oakland, Minnesota is your top three. Cleveland's number four because they have the best record of the second place teams. The Yankees are number five. So Cleveland will play the Yankees. The Yankees have the second best record out of the second place teams. And then Houston is number six, even though they have the worst record in the playoffs in the American League. They're number six because they finished second. So that goes to my point, maybe maybe the West is pretty bad. Or maybe because they have to play the Padres, they have to play the Dodgers, they have to play Oakland, maybe that's why. Maybe they don't play Detroit, maybe they don't play Kansas City. I'm trying to think of Central uh, Cubs, Cardinals. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That's what's intriguing about it. You don't know. You just don't know. Because they ha- they don't have common opponents and they don't play each other. So you got Tampa Bay, Oakland, Minnesota, Cleveland. So number five is the Yankees. They, they can't pass Tampa Bay now. So you got Cleveland, who I know has great pitching. So that could be great. Who am I going for? Cleveland. I'm not picking them to win because I don't know enough about these teams, but I want Cleveland to win. Minnesota against Houston, I want Houston to win. Oakland and the White Sox, you know, some people, they pull for their division. Let's say football. You're a Big 12 guy. You like Oklahoma or Texas. And then you watch a bowl game and there's a Big 12 team in it. You go for the Big 12 team because you're a Big 12 guy. So would I be an AL West guy? Like I would be a Big 12 guy? No. You know what I am? I'm a Chicago White Sox guy because they haven't been good in a while. And I'm not like that. If you're in my division and you beat me, I want you to lose. That's how petty I am. White Sox, all the way. And they got Dallas Keuchel, if he's not hurt. And the last one is the one against eight seed, and it's Tampa Bay and Toronto, who have played each other ten times. And if we really went in depth to talk about the playoffs, which that isn't what this is about, but now I feel like looking it up, 
They've, they've played each other 10 times. I don't know who won what. All I know is Tampa Bay has Charlie Morton. I know they were celebrating. I know he was sweeping up. So you got Tampa Bay and Toronto. Honestly, I want, I'd want Tampa Bay to win because they have Charlie Morton. But Toronto has Craig Biggio's kid. Toronto's the up-and-comer. I think if I had to pick, I may pick Toronto. So honestly, the Astros do have a chance, and I really do believe that. They have the pitching to get it done, especially if Verlander was here. Imagine if Verlander was here and Jordan Alvarez was as good as he was last year. Imagine that. But yes, I do think they have a chance. They're 9 and 21 on the road. Minnesota's 23 and 6 at home. How how do you how do you think that? It's because we have pitching. If the pitching is there, we'll win. We have the bats. We have the bats. We can score. Have we been proving that? No. We did one game against Texas, that's it, but other than that, the offense has, has been a weakness. But you look at it, they've scored more runs than Minnesota. They can do it again. Who knows? But I do think they have a chance. So anyway, I'm rambling on. uh, But I do appreciate you tuning in. And one thing, I want to ask you a favor, if you can do this. I'm trying to think of what it's called, where you have to have everything perfect. Like your food can't touch. Everything has to be organized. I, I just can't think of what it's called. But if you go to Apple Podcasts, I have 98 ratings. And because I like things to be even, I would love it if two of you could find it in your hearts while you're listening to this episode to scroll down and give me a five-star review. That would be awesome. So I really do appreciate all of you guys listening And the Astros, what, they play today and tomorrow, and the playoffs start Tuesday. So look for another episode on Monday, and we will actually get into our playoff matchup a little deeper then, and perhaps we'll have a guest who uh, probably knows more than me. So anyway, we'll see you next time, folks. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Astros Baseball. Make sure to subscribe so that way you will be alerted when there is a new episode. Follow Rob on Twitter at Rob Fontenot. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, 
or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com.